What's going on, everybody? This is the Work Great Podcast. I am Mike. This is Brad. This is AW and Review. How you doing? I am excellent. Just ate some hot dogs. I'm mm. ready to go. How are you? Mm. Mm. I am. I am good. I am drinking coffee at night because my God, I'm tired. Holy <laughs> moly! You know when your when your body's working. In, during a day but your your brain just never woke up mm-hmm. today was one of those yeah. days like my yeah, day was, was starting and i was like this it feels like i just got off work that's what it felt mm-hmm. like before i was about to go to work i was like no no my day's <laughs> over i i cannot do this it wasn't the most strenuous day but like because of that my patience was at an all-time low just everything was just like so bad. And then I got home and I put on because I didn't watch Dynamite yesterday because we went out to a movie. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so tired because I have a hard time mm-hmm. going to bed. Like if it's a late movie, when when I come home, I gotta do something for like two hours before I can go mm-hmm. to sleep. Um, yeah. So we saw a movie. We didn't get home until like twelve, and then at about like two o'clock, I was like, "Okay, I am fading. I'm gonna go to bed." And I guess I had scratched my ear at some point, just with my finger, just like, I don't know, I picked something. And I touched my ear, blood all over it. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom, I'm trying to, like, dab it. This motherfucker bled for an hour. I was trying Damn. to, it was a tiny little thing, just like the tiniest little <laughs> thing on my, like, my earlobe. And that's nuts. It would not stop bleeding. Like, just like it would just bead and just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I have to dab it. And it's like, not a. So I was like, fuck, I can't go to bed. I'm just going to bleed all over the pillow or bleed all over <laughs> Kira or on the bed. It's <laughs> like, I can't do. So I'm just. It's fucking three in the morning by the time I get to bed. I'm so mad. I yeah. woke I woke up. Headache. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sleep enough. No, I did not. Not nearly enough. <laughs> And I didn't the night before either because I've been trying to beat Lies of P. I'm on the final last secret boss. Like, you don't have to face him. You can get the bad ending and not fight the last boss. Um, mm-hmm. I can't beat him. I ju- I've yeah. just given up. I was like, this, this is the skill cap for me. Like, <laughs> there's, there's just no way. Because the one thing that this game does, which is not fair... I wish it didn't do this. For every major story boss, it lets you do the summon thing, mm-hmm. where you can summon the specter, which is yeah, which is kind. Of, it's there for people that aren't as good at Souls games, which can be me at times. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't. I got through this game, so like I'm. There's plenty of uh, mini bosses in this game that are really fucking hard that you can't use the summon for. So I'm mm-hmm. good enough at this game that I got to the end. Um, the summon's not there for the final boss, and it's oh, easily no. like one of the hard, two hardest bosses in the game. Like the last two bosses are fucked. They're so mm-hmm. hard. There's three bosses in this game. They're just absolutely fucked. Two of them you can use a summon. This still took me uh, over an hour to beat each of them. A couple of them multiple days. But this guy is like, fuck, you're 
on the hardest boss of the game, you're just going to be like, and the summon that you we've allowed you to use this whole game, you can't use him now. Like, Not what, anymore. What, why, would you, why would you do that to me? <laughs> that was like in uh, in friggin' Elden Ring, where I had a, I had a, a bleed build, and then you get to the final guy, and it's like, yeah, bleed doesn't work on him. Neither does magic. <laughs> Neither does... Yeah. Like, what the fuck did I spend 130 hours making this build for, only for you to be like, no, that doesn't work on the final boss. Like, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> okay, now I have to just go level up a random weapon I've never used just to fight mm-hmm. one guy. And that's essentially what was happening. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can go back and I can grind out levels to boost another weapon that's good against this guy and use this shield that I've never used before. And I'm like, no, but I played the whole game with one weapon. I want to use that mm-hmm. weapon, but it's just, I don't know. I was like, okay, I'm good. I saw the ending. I watched <laughs> someone on YouTube beat it. It was like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to play something else now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Still arguably my game of the year fantastic game highly recommend lies of p i'm peaky a little bit i think am i loud no no doesn't sound loud to me seems uh seems loud like it's like peaking on the little sound register but uh yeah it's um great game but anyways yeah that's what i was doing the past two nights and then last night eventually i I came to the realization i'm never gonna beat this guy and I'm comfortable with that. To <laughs> <laughs> move on, it's like the the very last boss of Dark Souls Three of the DLC couldn't beat him either. I can get through the first mm-hmm. phase easy, but I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm not good with fast guys. Like I have, yeah. I have this. Well, I have a reasonably fast weapon, but it's like I can't. So if you've ever played Sekiro, this game's kind of like that, where like it's like ding 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 with the blocks and shit nah mm-hmm. i'm not good at yeah that. i'm not good at sekiro because in those types of games i'm always just strength build like i just need to be able to just be really slow but i when i hit you i need to take away a ton of damage because i'm not going to be able to get in that often <laughs> so yeah like i play these i play these games like i measure distance well like I know the amount of distance that I have to be for you to miss your swing and the exact amount of distance where I can I can do my swing and hit you. Like but you can't do that on this last boss cuz he's too fucking fast. He just charges <laughs> you with like if you've ever fought Melania in Elden Ring, it's that. She <laughs> just but like without the without the summon against Melania, I had a summon. I beat her in half an hour. Some people were <laughs> playing her for like days weeks at a time trying to be i'd be here in half an hour because i had my summon guy with me mm-hmm. and i had a bleed build she took me like three hours to beat i think yeah like i i was a bleed build bleed builds really good against her and then the next guy mm-hmm. you're like no bleed you know f- mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> bleed is the best way to beat every single boss in that game except for the last one doesn't exist yeah. that this big being doesn't bleed oh, fuck yeah <laughs> this being from the stars anyways yeah so uh 
anyways, yeah, so I flipped on Dynamite today. Um, I was watching it. I was super tired, though. So I'm going to... I watched it after work today. Um, good. Good show. I like the heavy... Uh, I like the heavy tournament episode, which was nice. We got some <laughs> uh, blue bracket on here as well, which is good, because... I've learned I only have one episode of wrestling in me per week. I can't do more. <laughs> Actually, I physically can't do any more. Like, even if I wanted to, because TSN puts it behind there, like, puts it behind a paywall. You gotta oh, get, that sucks. Yeah, you gotta get TSN Plus. And I have too many subscriptions. I'm not doing that just for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Yeah, well, the blue match for dynamite this week was incredible so yes it worked out. which one was that that was the oh brody that was andrade versus brody yeah yeah no that was great that was great um well let's get into it. was that the opening match of the show uh the show kicked off no samoa joe came out right samoa joe comes out he's pissed off from last week because he see he noticed that hangman was taken out by beer Excuse me. So he calls out Hangman. They start uh, jaw jacking. Hangman says, I'm not the devil. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Then we get Roderick Strong coming out, trying to prove that uh, the devil is um, Max because no one saw Max get attacked. And then anyone that interacts with Max always gets jumped by the devil people right afterwards. So while he's doing all that, uh, Hangman punches Roderick. They have a match. Good match. Pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty damn good match. I Lots really big... like... Here's the, I fucking love Roderick Strong's matches. Yeah. He's yeah. a perfect wrestler. Mm-hmm. He really is. Like, I feel like he's one of the like, top five in the world. Like, he his his matches are just... He's just so clean. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he's very smooth. Yeah, his matches are strong, too. Great mm-hmm. throws, great strikes, great submissions. Like, he's just, he's the perfect wrestler. It's just uh, his character, or he, he's a little smaller, and he doesn't have the mm-hmm. charisma that other guys have, which they've now built that into his character now, which is amazing. He's supposed to be this boring guy, this yeah. boring, grating guy, and that's his character. He's a guy with no character. Yeah. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he... And it's working. You see in the crowd a bunch of people have neck braces on and stuff. It's it's awesome. Yeah, no, he, he's over. And the, this match was great. These guys have a built-in history. I didn't know that, but Hangman was... Uh, was Roddy's young boy in Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That, that's a good way to tie it back. Because I didn't realize that either. No, not at all. And yeah, you could tell that these guys knew each other. They And they beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fucking why? Mm-hmm. Why do these men hate each other? I guess because Roddy is trying to just pin it on anyone. He's trying to pin yeah. the, the devil stuff on anyone. Um yeah, uh, fucking great. I like that uh, Hangman won with the dead eye because it dropped him on his neck. Yeah. Which is there was nice. one camera angle they showed that it was like the safest dead eye ever. But oh yeah, <laughs> it was the- for sure. <laughs> I mean, the the dead eye is always very safe. Like they <laughs> rarely like the way he holds them. Like their head is like 
feet like by his off the ground most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the air, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's basically just kneeling on the ground. Right. Yeah, uh, Roderick did do his top rope backbreaker off the top uh, turnbuckle, which I love when he does that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it really always amazes me. They call him the Messiah of the backbreaker, but it re- truly is amazing watching Roderick put people into backbreaker positions because it's crazy how he comes up with it. No, it's good. There was there was a really nice transition into the uh, stronghold. Um, <laughs> I think did Hangman go for the buckshot and he like ducked it and put him into the stronghold? Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I love the move is just a Boston crab, but it, the stronghold is such a great name <laughs> that it's over for me. I don't yeah. care. It's it, the move is <laughs> over for me because that that. That name is so good. I love the name of his finisher, End of Heartache, which is the, also the name of his theme song. So it works out. But yeah, what is his finisher? It's that. It's like um, you know, like the release Xplex suplex that Mox does, where he picks you up for a suplex and just drops you like in a standing right. position. Okay. He goes up for that, but then he throws you up and he jumps on his back and lifts his knees up. So it's another backbreaker, but just like the way he throws right, you, right, 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 nuts. right. I like moves like that. They're always they always mm-hmm. seem like they're a little dangerous because like someone could over rotate. Yeah, because <laughs> my yeah. My... If you go back and watch like old PWG stuff, he used to just toss people up in the air whenever you do it. It was nuts. Yeah, my my fantasy move was always like you go you go, you go to do the guy in a power bomb, but you let him go, so he's free falling. Then you hit him with a lariat on the way down. Mm-hmm. It was like that, those guys would die. Because <laughs> you'd yeah. hit them with the lariat while they're in the air, and then they would just like flip onto their <laughs> neck. Like, no, dead. Every single one of them. Take you could the, never predict how people were going to land. So you can't. You can't take the Kota like Ibushi that. bump off of uh, the bicycle. Off the, off the bike. Yeah, exactly. Every single person on the back. Did of you their see neck. the? the did Lizzo you see the thing? news that came out of Japan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who was reporting they, some that? Some Japanese like. And some Japanese like tabloid site said that it Slash Kota Ibushi and Lizzo were dating, and yeah, yeah, and Kota Ibushi thought that uh, like, thought who, she was a wrestler. Who's that? Is she a wrestler? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. Which, which always makes me th- it makes me think of when he did the Cruiserweight Classic in WWE, and they were really trying to sign him. Like Vince McMahon came down to watch him. And he took a picture with Vince McMahon, and he had no idea who Vince McMahon was, which is just hilarious. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah so this this match was great. Um, yeah. Big hey. win for Hangman and what? No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say big win for Hangman, and then I like that because uh, Swerve is each week he's just getting more and more over. There's a bunch of swerves. Hangman was like stared at the fans that had the swerve signs after the match. It was, it was good. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so next we had the Brody then, match, right? Yes, yeah. They, it goes straight into the, the Blue League of Andrade versus Brody. This and match was They're both incredible. tied at six, so the winner of this will become the leader of the Blue League, which Andrade, he's turned it up because you probably didn't watch Collision, but him and Danielson wrestled on he Saturday. Be, this This is what I wanted was somebody yeah. beating a top guy, a top guy losing. This is what you mm-hmm. need in these tournaments. 
Um, yeah. On, granted, I would like it to be somebody shocking a top guy. Like, Andrade being a top guy mm-hmm. is like, oh, shit, that's huge. But, like, I want, like, fucking mm-hmm. uh, Briscoe. <laughs> I want, like, a... Yeah. I want a Briscoe to beat a Danielson. Like, just catching someone. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, you can't... Yeah. You can't... You can't get buried in these tournaments unless you go zeros and a few people have. Yeah. Jay Lethal so far has... Well, spoiler for later, but... um. His match was so short, but uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So Andrade's really turned it up, which is Pete good. Fucking Danielson, it's amazing. And he went it. after his eye in yeah. it too, which was it yeah. looked gnarly. That that scar. Yeah, I liked after the, after the match too. After he um, beat Danielson, like targeting his eye and stuff, he immediately went and checked on him. Like it wasn't like I'm not mad at you or anything. This is just part of the match. Like, mm-hmm. I like that. No, it was good. And then he and Cesaro got into it, or Cesaro Claudio yeah. got into it. And they're they're next. They're the next tournament match for each other on Saturday. So that's good. Yeah, this is, this is great. Like I love seeing like tournaments like this can elevate somebody. Like someone like mm-hmm. Andrade. It Andrade. It's been hard to, for whatever reason, to elevate him with storylines. But if he wins this tournament or comes out of this, uh, comes out of the block, goes to the finals, whatever, he's automatically in the title picture. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. This match was super hard hitting. These two dudes beat the heck out of each other. It was, I love the opening like minute or so of Brody just trying to outpower Andrade, but Andrade not letting go of uh, the headlock. I always like it in matches when they do stuff like that. No, this is, and then, uh, yeah, it, the ending was cool too, where they, Brody was trying to do something to Andrade on the top turnbuckle. And then Mm -hmm. Andrade slipped back the plastic cover for the, the turnbuckle and slammed his head on it and then got him in his draping DDT, which is cool. And it keeps Brody strong that, you know, he had to use a big metal object to take out Brody. For sure. For sure. Yeah. No, it's this, uh, so these two guys have both been elevated mm-hmm. from this tournament. Roosh as well. Roosh has had great. Yeah. Uh, like this. Roosh is, is. I think this tournament, even though Roosh isn't, uh, I don't. He's not the points leader in the gold bracket, but he's really gotten over with the crowd since beat since the start of the tournament. Yep. 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 And uh, he's not out yet. He's he's still in this tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Based off yeah. of what happens later then, on. Um, yeah. And then, so, I missed this whole next part. It was Renee interviewing the Von Erics. This is, I had it to was take strange. my dog outside. It was so weird. I missed this whole part. Yeah. <laughs> so, she comes out, she's like, hey, the Von Erics, um, welcome. Uh, this is your first appearance on on Dynamite. We, You've been invited. And uh, and Daddy Von Eric. I can't remember. Is that, it's not Carrie. Um, it's Kevin. Kevin Von Eric, um, he says like, "Hey, yeah, it's it, it's great to be here. Are they in Texas right now? Is that yeah, they're it? in Dallas. Okay, yeah, so they're they're in Dallas, Texas. That's, that's where, where the Von Erics, yeah, yeah, that's where they're from. So they're like, oh yeah, it's great to be here in Texas. This is awesome. And then you hear, yes, the Von Erics, <laughs> and uh, out comes <laughs> Danhausen and uh, and Orange Cassidy and and." 
and uh, Trent and Orange Cassie says, "Hey, I have a uh, I have a match on it's either Friday or it's probably is Friday." And he says, "Hey, uh, it's Friday. I, I, yeah. I need I need some backup or I need some partners. Do you uh do you want to help?" And Devon Eric say, "Yeah, of course, we'll do it." And Dan has is like, "Wait, but what about us?" It's <laughs> like, "What about?" What about Trenty Lux and I, eh? Yeah, see? I've tur- I don't know. I've turned him into a fucking a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yeah, man, see? But, uh... Yeah, so I guess there's... There's always some dissension in the best friends, which is funny. They're always jealous of each other because yeah. there's always so many of them. But, uh, I don't know. I guess the Von Erics may be getting a match. Yeah, they're always teaming with someone else. Yeah, it says... Uh, I'm looking at the results for Fightful. It says that this segment sets up a tag match with Orange Cassidy and Marshall and Ross Von Erich for Rampage. Okay. I've, from what I've heard, the, the Ross and Marshall Von Erich are, at least this was a few years ago, are good in ring but could use a little work on the mic, which, okay, but like, it would be cool to have the Von Erichs in AEW. Mm-hmm. That would yeah, be nice. I've, I've seen him wrestle in MLW. A few yeah, times. they they, they were in. They've been in MLW for a few years. Yeah, they they've been there for a few years and uh, were. I think they held the titles at one point over there. Um, but I don't know. I feel yeah, like I it's, think so. I, yeah. I think they it's time to... for them to move on up. And I think if they're on, yeah, for sure. They if they're on AEW, that means so. that they are must be free from MLW because MLW was blocking. Uh, blocking their guys yeah. from moving on <laughs> after what they did with MJF and then um, yeah, after what they did with MJF. Brian. Yeah. yeah, Brian Pillman they still, like they still allowed him to be on Dark but he couldn't, he couldn't sign a contract until uh, until his MLW contract expired. Speaking of Brian <laughs> Pillman the, the registered Lex offenders Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I guess he's because he's going by Lexus yeah. King, which is a stupid name, and he's got stupid facial. Everything is stupid. Everything's stupid. He's stupid. Anyways, his beard is the worst I've yeah. ever seen. It's so it's, bad. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but um, I guess his fans are calling them registered Lex offenders, which is either mm-hmm. people who aren't actually fans of him. And they are making fun of him because he's defended sex offenders before in the past mm-hmm. on Twitter. That's where yeah. people originally started to dislike him. Um, or he has the worst fans in the world. One or the other. But anyways, he's like, guys, uh, don't, yeah, don't use probably... that. He's like, I don't want that attached to me. Well, mm-hmm. you should have thought about that before you... Uh, supported a sexual offender, sir. You didn't have problems yeah. with Lex offenders before. With Lexual, I don't know, whatever <laughs> the fuck I'm saying. I'm all mixed up now. Registered Lex offender. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's a Lex offender. Yeah. <laughs> he offends me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Anyways, funny. so next we had. I came back into this, and this was this was another. This was just odd all around oh this was so we got kenny omega and chris jericho yeah. coming out 
and then they they call out um, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. This, like you said earlier when we were texting about it, this just all seemed like impromptu. Like none of them knew that they had to it, come out and film. It like seemed five like improv, <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> but just improv that they did not nail. It seemed like they did not rehearse it. It seemed like they did mm-hmm. not know what they were doing. All of them. Chris Jericho, bad. Kenny, bad. Ricky Starks, not normally bad, but bad. Big Bill, <laughs> fucking atrocious. Yeah. Get that mic out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's been great in the ring, but yeah, my he... God, was that. Do not mm-hmm. let him go scriptless. Almost yeah, that's don't, why almost don't his... even give him a script. Like, it was... That's why in his old tag team... Yeah, Enzo did all the talking. He just had the one catchphrase. Yeah, like this was this was but rough. yeah, this was this was they tried to rough. They tried to come up with tag teams for because uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill's whole thing is that they're so good they don't need a tag team name, which I like. That, that that's a yeah, cool that, that's a good gimmick. And then, uh, <laughs> and then so Jericho and Omega try to come up with tag names, and Jericho's usually a lot better on it. Like say what you will about Jericho, but he's a lot better at this stuff normally. But he said, like, I, I know. Why don't we call you guys Big Billy Starks? And then the crowd gets it, no reaction. And uh, uh, Ricky Starks even said, wow, that 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 was a dud. And then Jericho says, yeah. But then he got somehow he get the crowd to start chaining it. And it's like, you guys already have a wrestler on the roster named Billy Starks. She's wrestling tomorrow on the, the Yeah, R-H-B I mean, review. they had to know. But it's also <laughs> just, it's just really awkward. Yeah. Like, uh, if you did know, why did you do it? And then even if Billy Starks, the wrestler, didn't exist, it's still not funny. Yeah. Like, there's nothing funny about it. There's no punchline. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jericho Every... could... Then Jericho said something about Ricky Starks being a less talented um, Enzo Amore, which is just... Which doesn't just make any not... sense. Accurate. Ricky Starks is like a million times better. Than yeah, he's, he said you're a better dressed, less talented Enzo Mori. Is like, yeah. In what way? <laughs> in what way? Like fucking do the Rock comparison. I know it's already been done, but if you're gonna talk about comparisons, you have to choose a yeah. guy that he's kind of similar to. <laughs> you can't choose a guy that he is nothing alike. The mm-hmm. only time it was funny was when they called, uh, I mean, even the delivery wasn't good, but when Kenny did the, uh, um, when he said that they were, uh, they were impotent and he said that, uh, or yeah. you could say soft, that, that was yeah, that, that... a little bit funny. Ricky kind of mm-hmm. turned it around at the end where he, he showed some fire and challenged him to a match, but it didn't really make sense because mm-hmm. all they did was give you yeah. like childish grade, like first grade humor insults. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're, and this is the, the champion is so mad. He's going to give them a title shot. It just, it didn't, it didn't add up. It didn't work. Yeah. No. And then like, Watching this, like, like I mean, I always want Kenny in, like, matches, but this is, like, the very first time. I was like, they got to get him out of this tag team as soon as possible. <laughs> oh, but Starks? Or, uh... The, Kenny... the, tag match, the whole point of this was to set up right. the tag match. 
<laughs> so yeah. the the whole point of this was just to set up a tag match at World's End. So they're going to have a tag team title match, which I fully suspect that's when the Bucks come back and they'll cost the Golden Jets their their tag match. Yeah, it's oh, it was weird. I mean, I do hope the the rumors mm-hmm. of Bucks coming back with a stable are true. That would be fun. Yeah, me. I would I would love for them to have a stable that's not the elite for the first time ever. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wish well they've got Roderick Strong in the company, they've got Adam Cole, they just need Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, and they could just do Mount Rushmore from PWG days again. That'd be awesome. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. So after that Yeah, I don't think so. But after that awkward segment, we go to a, a pretty good Wardlow hype package where he's just talking about how he's still targeting MJF and they show how he's been just destroying fools with a power bomb lately, knocking them out after one. He doesn't even do the symphony anymore. He just knocks them out after one, which is awesome. He, him and Willie Mack had a match and he picked him up for a power bomb and that, that was pretty nuts. Yeah. Willie Mack's not a small man. Seen him. Mm-hmm. So that was that package. And then we get Tony storm coming down, uh, to do commentary for, uh, the next match, which is Riho versus, uh, Ruby Soho, uh, and I loved it when she first joined commentary. She's like, "Do you guys want me to do color or play by play?" Good joke. I yeah. Here's the thing. I love when they uh, how they're doing the black and white with um, mm-hmm. with with her now because it's it's not just her matches. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, so it's like when they cut to her, it's black and white with the grain. It's mm-hmm. it's really funny. They did one yeah. last week that was really good. Oh, we should apologize. Last week, my computer died, and yeah, in the, in the, the middle, middle of recording, recording. <laughs> and erased the recording, um, mm-hmm. because my uh, my power cable got unhooked and I didn't realize it and re-recorded half an episode, half an episode, and then it. It died. Yeah, we were like an hour and a half into it. Yeah, no, we were, we were, we were at the, (laughs) we're almost done, and we, Mm -hmm. we, we spoke for half an hour about CM Punk and WWE. I'm not doing that again. This man has taken enough of my mind share. I don't care. Yeah, I'm already over it. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I I find, I find it all just, just know that I find it very ironic, funny, and Mm -hmm. and um disingenuous mm-hmm. what uh how it's happening over there i find it it's all very amusing to me um yeah and i don't think he's long for that world it just it can't last or yeah it's gonna start to blow up in their face i don't understand it's a risk they yep. don't need to take it was a risk aw had to take it's a risk they do do not need to take mm-hmm. um that's all we got to say about that. Yes, it is. We have Riho. She made her triumphant return last week, and I'm as excited. I hope, I pray she's going to be in Oklahoma City next week so I can see her live. I mean, and probably. Then, uh, she's the yeah. She's the women's storyline, so she might yeah. not be in a match because she wrestled this week, but mm-hmm. you'll probably have um, Tony Storm she'll in probably a match, save. Yeah. and then she'll get involved in some way shape or form yeah but this match was good it was good 
uh, I mean, rehoned Ruby Soho that it's not going to be a bad match. But the highlight of the match was Tony Storm on commentary. Because at one point she called Taz the Tasmaniac, which made me laugh because that was his first gimmick in ECW. Mm-hmm. And then at one point in the match, she goes, Mr. Khan, it's time for my close-up. And they just cut to her and zoom in on her face. In the middle of the match. Just like, yeah. just like, Back to me, sir. Yeah. And they, she's, they, oh, they asked uh, where uh, Luther was. And she said, he's he got a gout. touch of the Spanish flu. A gout? Is that what she said? Yeah, she's a gout. And uh, Taz yeah. is like, oh, that's a big man with big feet. That's a lot of gout. <laughs> <laughs> golly it's so good but yeah and every time they cut to our commentary you'd commentary being black and white it's uh and then, it's uh, gonna be really funny you know, when she inevitably loses and it goes from black and white to color yeah yeah and uh was Marissa, Mariah May out there with her? Holding, yeah, yes. she was. She was holding yeah, the she belt. was beside her holding the belt. Um, I can't wait for that match whenever that happens. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be real good. Because they, they both have very similar paths to fame coming up through stardom mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's They be know good. how to work that style. It'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Riho wins, which is good because she seems to be the number one contender. Her so. new gear was cool. It wasn't the yeah, uh, princess it gear. It was like a jean shorts and like jean mm-hmm. leg warmers and shit. Yes. And I, I want to give a shout out to the Facebook group we're in on our AEW thread. Uh, his name's Renee. Can't think of his last name right now, so sorry. But Renee, you know who you are if you're listening. He proposed for Riho to be in the BCC. And I was like, yes, I need this now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. I'll allow, yeah, I'll allow just, it. I'll allow it. Yeah, just and she a keeps little, coming out with her just, pipe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she could do she could do the little buns that she does when she's not wrestling, you know, like the the space buns or whatever they're called. To make her look more tough and stuff. I just think it'd be really funny. It would be great. But it would good, be great. Good match. Uh the the crowd uh loves Riho, so don't believe because I always see on Twitter after her matches like no one likes Riho, but if you watch her matches, the crowd goes nuts for her. So I don't know. What no, talking everyone about. likes Riho. You're weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't be weird. <laughs> yeah. So after that, we go to another Continental Classic Gold League match of Roosh versus Jay Lethal, yeah. and this match was super short. Roosh won super quick. Yeah. So uh, the storyline is. Lethal's having that. Uh, he's realizing that all his wins came. V- he was relying too much on his goons to yeah. get him his wins, which is true. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess he's going to leave them and go face at some point. I yeah, would guess. I, I think so. Yeah, because they came out to console him after, and he kind of pushed him away and kept walking. Yeah, and the commentary has been making that point with each match, each mm-hmm. one that he loses. That he's, uh, oh, maybe Jay Lethal's been relying too much on Jared and crew. And yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, he's going to turn face and no one's going to care. But <laughs> yeah, uh, they're going to have to team him up. Like, I hope they don't do a thing where he like turns face and then like, joins with the best friends or something. I've got to sneeze. 
good job muting that. That was good. I was waiting for it. I didn't even talk during that. I was just like, is this going to blow out my eardrums when he sneezes? Or did he mute his mic and you I muted, muted your it. Mic? I could feel it coming. <laughs> I had a sneezing fit the other day. I was walking down the street and I sneezed like five times. And I was like, I don't know what oh, the man. fuck is in my nose. It must have been like a dog hair or something. Yeah, it's supposed to um, rain here tonight and tomorrow. And usually... Mm. I can start to feel it coming on. Like it, I don't know what it is, but like right before it rains, like the day before that day of, like before it starts, I, my allergies like go crazy. I don't know what it Weird. is, but it. Did you ever? I, watch that's the, how it was always like. It's. Did you ever watch Rescue rain. Rangers? Yeah. As a kid. Yep. You know the the guy with the mustache. Whenever it's about to rain or thunderstorm, his mustache goes. Mm-hmm. That's you. Yeah. That's you. What was his name? Like Monterey Jack or something. Like that's that. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. He was in the Rescue Rangers when they did that Chippendale movie too, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Gadget or Gidget or whatever her name was, and the little fly guy. Yeah, it was cool though because he was like retired mm-hmm. and he didn't want anything to do with them, and that was a yeah. cool movie. <laughs> that was that was really good. I liked it a lot more, like in contrast to like the Pokemon movie. I did not like the mm-hmm. Pokemon movie. I thought it had a lot of potential, and or no, it was Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I no, w- wasn't for me. The Chippendale one though was funny and cute, and I liked that one. I liked the uh, Detective Pikachu mainly. I took my son to see it. He's a huge mm. Pokemon fan, and mm-hmm. he liked it. It seen him happy, so I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty." Cool. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, kids movie. Mm-hmm. I, I expect kids to like it. Just for me, I was like, "Oh yeah," I thought there was gonna. I thought I was going to like it a bit more, whereas uh, mm-hmm. I really did like the Chippendale one. That one was good. Yeah, Chippendale one was very good. It gave me like Roger kind of Rabbit. flashbacks to Who Framed Roger Rabbit yeah. and stuff. One thousand percent. Yeah, that was, that was a cool one. I just I just mm-hmm. like the idea that they were uh, like all the classic cartoons are trying to convert themselves into three D, and like yeah, and the ones who could which one was it? Was were, it Chip or Dale that did? I don't remember. I think Dale 3D. has the nose, right? The red nose? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Dale is 3D and Chip isn't. Because mm-hmm. you need money in order to do it. And then, I don't know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the shitty version of Sonic was in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good movie. I need to watch that again. I liked it. Yeah, no, it's good but, movie kind of came yeah, in Roosh wins I liked it yeah <laughs> Roosh wins the match with a, a bulldog choke the same way he lost to Moxley last week so I thought that was cool mm-hmm. which kind of uh, and then smashes a beer uh, over his head after the match I don't know <laughs> if that means that he and Mox are going to have a feud going forward or if this is just losses playing into future matches which I always say is something that I like yeah, I like that too. But a Roosh and Mox program would be really cool too. It would be. It would be great. I want that. Give it to me. Yeah. And then we get a, a video package of Mox and Swerve setting up their match later. And then we go... This this show didn't have a lot of uh, filler in it. Like, I don't even think we saw MJF. And uh, next we go straight well, into uh, it Jay makes White. makes sense because versus... he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. The too. week before, yeah, so it's, it's kind of good to keep him off camera a bit. Mm-hmm. And so next we go to Jay White versus Mark Briscoe, and they hype up the fact that they wrestled each other back in Ring of Honor a long time ago, too. So that's cool. 
this match was really good. Mark Briscoe came out like a house of fire because he wanted some points, and it's I. They say it on commentary too, but Jay White is a he's like such a good defensive wrestler, mm-hmm. and so he's and he's good. really he's a really good uh, he's really good at getting a, a loss early in these tournaments, and then mm-hmm. and then playing defensive and getting his wins back. Like that's yeah. often how he his storyline goes in these tournaments. Um, my favorite part of this match uh, was at one point where Jay White went for the uh, the sling or not the sling blade, the um, Blade Runner, and Mark mm-hmm. Briscoe chopped him in the neck with his kung fu yeah. to get out of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Fuck yeah, that's the best. I liked. Part. Yeah, I really liked the part because at the beginning. Uh, Mark comes out like a house of fire, hits him with the Death Valley driver, hits him with the froggy bow, but Jay rolls out of the ring. And then Mark goes after him, but Jay White, so smart, he wraps them both up in like camera cords, so the he, ref has to stop so, the count and come out and untie yeah, them. Yeah, he got a, got a breath there. He was holding mm-hmm. onto, the, onto the camera cable. He's like, oh no, I'm stuck. Yeah. Help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his hand. Really good. It's mm-hmm. like a... It's like a guy in hockey. He's like, "Oh no, I'm being hooked by the by the other guy's <laughs> stick." Call a penalty when real you realize that he's actually holding on to the guy's stick. Same type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. But yeah. So Jay White just a house of fire this whole time until, uh, I mean Briscoe's a house of fire the whole time until Jay White dumps him over the top rope. He lands on his head on the apron, and then Jay White takes control. I forget how he got into the Blade Runner in this, but his, I just remember it was really smooth. I was like, oh, damn. I think Bark went for the J-Driller. Jay White reversed yeah. it into Yeah, he went for blade. the J-Driller. Uh, also, the, uh, he went for a second Froggy Bow, and the knees up on that looked so painful because mm-hmm. it got yeah. him right on the side of the ribs. That's like Even mm-hmm. Taz was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I always like it when they do a big movie, and you can tell Taz is like, oh, <laughs> like it gets Taz to... He's like, oh, I know how that felt. That's uh, that's yeah, (laughs) yeah. I always like remember how when they called, who was it that broke his hand? Um, someone. Oh, it was uh the dude from Aussie Open. Yeah, the big guy. When as soon as the move hit, he's like, oh my god, he broke his hand. And yeah, how? How did you know that? He's like, there's just no way that you can take a move like that without. Breaking a hand. It's um, all that experience he has in the ring, though, which is why I think Taz is one of the best uh, play-by-play guys. He's the best play-by-play guy. Mm-hmm. I will, I will yeah. die on that hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've, and they let him be serious about it too. Like he yeah. was, he was good in WWE. the The problem for me was when he was in WWE, I just wanted him to be wrestling, so I yeah. didn't appreciate how good he was on commentary. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't pro wrestling; it was, it was something else. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like having like the world's greatest play-by-play guy, but he's not calling matches where you need him. If you yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Was he analyzing a comedy match? Like, yeah, yeah. And so Jay White picks up the win. He's at nine points now, which. Uh, before the main event has him tied with Mox and Strickland. So like you said, he's very good at losing early, and you're thinking, why are they having him lose? But he always, every G1 he's been in, he's always like that too. Yeah, it's good. Well, because he's a guy, he he does, he 
his best character was when he's desperate, when he's mm-hmm. upset, when he's losing his mind, when he's deranged, mm-hmm. and he's and he, doing every they posted on their deed. Yeah, they posted on their Twitter where Renee was doing something backstage, and Jay White came up and kind of promo because he's wrestling Mox in the next tournament match, which mm-hmm. is awesome because I'll get to see that match live. And so, of course, he's going to go talk to Renee about it, which is awesome, and it's a very good promo. I was like, they got to, because uh, Jay White's very good at those backstage promos, especially after a match. They got to mm-hmm. show those on TV more for people to see what he can really do. I agree. I think they should just show for everybody. There, there are, mm-hmm. It adds so much. Granted, there's not enough TV time to to do all yeah. that. But maybe, I don't know. I think I wish we would have a little bit more of that. Sort of mm-hmm. like yeah. the sort of like the opposite of how on collision they have the guys talking before their match. At the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Do kind of the reverse. Yeah. Or like cut out one match or one segment and then add these things. They don't mm-hmm. have to be long. Yeah, like, the J White one was like I think it was less than a minute. But mm-hmm. Because Brody had one, too, where he was like, you know, it's all moody leading for him and stuff. And he's in the back. He's like, I'm not going to make excuses. Andrade best to me, even though he had to use a metal pole and stuff is really good, too. I was like, hey, they got to show this stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next week I had a vignette for Final Battle. I forgot the name of the pay-per-view, which is Friday. Uh, it's Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Claudio versus FTR. And Mark Briscoe at ROH Final Battle which is, uh, for... Which is a wild match. It's like a... Yeah, it's like a Jay Briscoe tribute match. So I think they said it's a fight without honor, too. So it's just going to be... Beat the shit out of each other uh, with weapons. Yeah, yeah. they're all going to go crazy. And I is imagine that what they that... call hardcore matches in Ring of Honor? Fight with Ring of Honor, Fight Without Honor. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so we go to our main event, and this match was incredible too. John Moxley versus Swerve Strickland, and Wonderful. boy howdy, Wonderful. Swerve is massively over now. He They're is. They got. Have they to... have to pull the. He's still my favorite to win. He loses this match, mm-hmm. but he's. St- I think. Yeah. He, I think he still advances. I think so too, because I think he'll win his tournament match next week, and I think Mox will lose to um, Jay White. Yeah, and then, and then but so Swerve will have the a victory break. over Jay White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because they said the two point leaders uh, will face in the semifinals the following week on mm-hmm. Dynamite before the pay per view. So I think what they'll do is John Moxley will lose next week. Swerve wins. John Moxley, since he loses to Jay White, Swerve beat Jay White, so he has the advantage. Mox goes part two. Mox versus Swerve. Swerve wins there. Sort of goes to the finals. Yes, but yeah, that makes this sense match was so good. I I want more matches from these dudes. At one point, Swerve uh, has uh, Mox up on the middle rope, and he just like rolls and does a leaping DDT off the middle rope, which was incredible. Insane, insane, mm-hmm. wild finish brutal mm-hmm. well not even a finish but like wild move i was like oh my god i yeah. don't it's like at the beginning of the match too i mm-hmm. think he hit that move yeah yeah the main story of this whole match was 
you know, Mox trying to be brutal, but Swerve's really stepped up his brutality. So Mox tries to switch to wrestling, and we it's all like, know how good Swerve is at wrestling. Brutal. I just had the most brutal match that yeah. has ever been in AEW. You can't out brutal me, man. Like I'm, yeah. I'm on and, your level, Mox. Yeah, and then so Mox switches to wrestling, which Swerve is a really good mat wrestler. And then so it Mox has to cheat to win. He yeah. grabs his tights and stuff. He and he couldn't even says to the camera after. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It's good storytelling in the match. Even though I wanted Sword when I actually really thought this was was going to be oh this is their first draw of the tournament, but they didn't do it. Well, they got cl- well. I like this. You don't have to have mm-hmm. the first draw of this tournament be in this tournament. You can have it mm-hmm. for the next time they do it next year, or the yeah. year after that. Like it, you don't just because you have draws doesn't mean that a draw has to happen. It's just yeah. that that possibility has to be there, and then you can pull mm-hmm. it out every once in a while. They they do draws in New Japan in their G one. Yeah, they don't happen too often, but yeah, it's it, yeah, but yeah. I just really thought because the way they kept hyping it up, it's like, well, we have a five minute overrun, and we're almost out of time and stuff. And then I was like, oh, this might be the draw, but I think they did that on purpose to make you think that for sure. But it's John to, Moxley wins. It's to add to the drama. <laughs> John Moxley wins. Swerve can't believe it, but like we just talked about, I fully expect Swerve to come out of this tournament on top. Or they could do the thing because Eddie Kingston has been getting points now after his first two losses. So they could do the thing where he, you know, does the big baby face comeback, and they do Moxley versus Kingston at the pay per view in the finals because there's the history there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then. You, you want Swerve on the pay-per-view because he's your, like, the hottest thing in the company right now. So It <laughs> is. It is. <laughs> I, I, I think this is his tournament to lose. And why mm-hmm. I think that is because you're not... Sounds kind of bad, but you, you don't have to give him a championship. Mm-hmm. Like, if he wins, you're not uh, putting him in there against MJF where he would lose against MJF. Or you're not... Uh, yeah. Um, taking a belt off somebody that you don't want to take a belt off yet. You're just having him mm-hmm. win this tournament. And then he could get a title shot afterwards. Yeah. Like, you could still have him be um, MJF's next big feud once he gets through these guys. Yeah. And I'm talking, like, big feud. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like when the... Hmm. Well... I don't know. The devil thing could be going on a long time because I imagine Wardlow, he's he's gonna he's gonna face Wardlow. He's gonna face a few different people, I think. Yeah. But speaking of the devil, so after the match, you think the show's about to be over. Cuts to Hangman walking out of the building to go home, and then uh, he gets attacked by the goons, mm-hmm. and uh, they they beat him up, and then they walk him over to the car. The devil's in the car. And he just does like a little head nod, or they do, because I still think it's Britt Baker in my mind. But uh, <laughs> she <laughs> picks him up, but then they powerbomb him through a windshield, and I saw everyone going online like, oh, it's, it's Jungle Jack Perry because of the windshield thing. So, But I think all that stuff's a red herring. I don't think it's actually going to be Jungle Boy. Because in my, I can't picture Jungle Boy or uh, uh, Wardlow taking orders from Jungle Boy <laughs> in my <laughs> Who who knows, man? Um, <laughs> I did notice that it looked like the 
like the devil was wearing padding this time yeah so that you couldn't tell the body type yeah of the devil so that it wouldn't be so easy to to recognize mm-hmm. them Which, like if it's if it's a slight I mean, person then it's like oh it's it's adam cole or mm-hmm. oh it's clearly a woman it's Britt baker mm-hmm. or, like it looked like they were in like a fucking like, like a muscle suit <laughs> or like a like an 80s like suit with shoulder pads and shit oh yeah yeah you know what i mean but yeah like i'm like it looked like they were trying to mask who it is which i appreciate that that's a level of detail that i enjoyed um yeah me too yeah the only person i'm sure that's in it is wardlow yeah kids i mean yeah you can't that's it's just totally worthless. <laughs> like there's no way around it not being him. <laughs> well, it just makes so much sense with the storyline too, mm-hmm. with Wardlow's storyline that it would be him. It makes so much sense. Um, watch it. He's not in it, and we've been wrong this whole time. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I just I hope they nail this group because every a lot of the time when they've done these like weird like piece together mystery groups they fizzle out mm-hmm. like way too quick yeah like the the pinnacle and the firm and like all these like often they're mjf related too so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know we'll see um i still yeah. kind of hope that it's uh adam cole because him him as a leader of a group is proven to be incredible. Yeah. But um, if the final thing that the devil does is take out Adam Cole, that would also still be amazing. Yeah, it would. And uh, imagine if that was Brit. Taking yeah, out that'd Adam be nuts. Cole. That would be fucking mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> that would be yeah, so that would, cool. They, that's why I want it to be Brit. I think I think it'd be a lot crazy because like, you remember a couple of weeks ago she was tweeting stuff about how like MJF takes up all the TV time and stuff. Like it, it makes sense. So. It makes <laughs> and it would make sense why she's off TV. Yeah, like whoever these guys are are probably people who are off TV or mm-hmm. sort of like hiding in plain sight. Like I don't think yeah. it's Roddy. It could be Roddy. I don't think it is though. They yeah. could be part of it. Like they could be part of the group, but he's not the leader. He's not the devil. That's too I don't think he's the devil. I I can see him being a goon though. I want one of them to be Kyle O'Reilly just because I want Kyle O'Reilly to be. Jungle Boy being part of them, being one of them, I would be okay with. Yeah, I just don't want him to be the devil because he's they tried that heel run with him, and it, it just didn't really work Fans out Fans well. aren't happy with him, so that mm-hmm. would be a wet fart. Yeah. The biggest wet fart ever was the people saying it's going to be Matt Taven. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine, though? <laughs> I would just, I would stop watching AEW with that. like, fuck no. Because of the I am him shirt. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's another thing that makes me think um, Brit, I am him. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that gives me, like, I'm the man. <laughs> like, uh, 
um, Becky Lynch thing. Uh, that feels. I feel like that. I, I I feel like that's kind of that's a kind of a cool red herring. To to put out the uh, the I am him shirt, and then mm-hmm. have it not be a him. Yeah, is uh, that would be cool. Is a cool way to keep people off. The I I don't know. I feel like the best reveal would be Brit. That would be yeah. the one that would get the biggest reaction. I think. Mm-hmm. And having especially a, if she turned on Adam Cole during it. Yeah. Also, having a female leader of a male group would be mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Like they that has never really existed in wrestling yeah. for the most part. WWE's kind of doing it now with the Rhea Ripley where they do, they say they don't have a leader but everyone she just kind of bosses everyone around. So Is she the leader? It's working it for him. I don't know. They say no one's the leader. Right. But she's like she's the only one that's ever like level-headed and like no, we're not doing that. We're doing this, and then so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. It's just. Yeah. It doesn't. It. It's rare that you would yeah. have. Uh, and it shouldn't be because it's cool, and that that's kind of mm-hmm. what I want for. Inevitably, whenever Malachi leaves, I want um, Julia, Julia to Julia take over to take the mantle as well for House of Black. It would be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Which it seems like if you've been watching Collision, they're setting up Julia versus uh, uh, Abaddon for the pay per view, which is going to be crazy. That's a wild. That's a that's a wild thing just to think about. Yeah, There's two people <laughs> that uh, were both um, rookies um, mm-hmm. doing the pay per view together. That's that's cool. Yeah, and they're now they're both spooky. Spooky fuckers not doing it during Halloween, doing it for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. This also, is, this was yeah, winter is coming, which is funny. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that. Yeah. The most and then probably, apparently on rampage, probably the most uneventful oh, winter is coming. Yeah, because normally like, winter is coming has just, a big thing. Mm-hmm. This was just. I I really like the focus on the tournament. I think yeah. it's Oh, I love. I think tournament. it's really. I mean, we're never down on AEW, but I think for a lot of people that normally are down on AEW, I think this tournament's really helped with the, their perception a lot of like them just putting on really good matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, when they talked about doing sports-centric stuff, this is what they meant. Mm-hmm. They yeah. what they meant was New Japan. Mm-hmm. They were they were saying we want to do a North American new Japan style promotion, but with a, a little more storytelling. That's <laughs> this, the, yeah. this is and the, I... this is the concept here. Do you like it? Do you not like it? This is what they were saying. This is what they wanted to do. <laughs> they want to have records and stuff. I think records kind of work. The ranking system in theory worked, but it's hard to book around. It is very hard to book around, especially like when somebody starts to get hot and stuff, and like you want to move. Them right, up. like, but oh. it's I don't know. It's it's funny. I I I always thought it was funny. Like, oh, why why is this person being skipped and blah blah blah? That happens in MMA and boxing all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fighters duck other fighters all the time. 
mm-hmm. and they fight lesser guys, or they don't want to face that guy who's lower down on the ranking because they're afraid he. They're like, no, he's tough, but he's not up mm-hmm. here yet. So I don't want to face yeah. him because mm-hmm. he might knock me out. But I want him to face a few more guys first before he gets a shot. Like the those politics happen in uh, mm-hmm. in real combat sports too. That's why I thought it was always funny. It's like. MMA and boxing, it's not it's never just the top guy versus the number one guy. It rarely happens that way. Yeah. And and a big win over someone often gets you a title shot, even though you're not mm-hmm. the number one guy. It's uh Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I, I think I I mean then then once you start introducing other titles and you don't have weight classes, it, it gets more complicated too. No, it, it, there Essentially, the roster was just too big to do it. Because mm-hmm. then it would be like, where it got weird was, why is the person who's the number one guy never getting a title shot? Yeah, didn't that happen with um, FTR? F- FTR for, a long time? for months. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it was really, really weird. Mm-hmm. And that's basically. I think that's why they dropped it. Isn't that why they dropped it? Because it was during. Was it was around that time. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Pro- it was probably that. Because they had done FTR versus the Bucks a lot. Yeah. At that point, and they didn't want to run it back again. They've mm-hmm. already. They've had like four matches between those two teams. Yeah, that's why whenever the this point. the Bucks won that number one contendership thing, the first time everyone's like, "Oh, they're doing FTR for the Bucks again," but then they. FTR lost the titles and Bucks lost their number one contendership, so they switched it all around. Okay, I think that yeah. it, ooh, I'm good yelling. episode of Dynamite. Yeah, good episode of Dynamite. The only real downer was the Jericho and all that. Segment. Yeah, uh, it was but, so weird. It was like they're trying to fill time. <laughs> yeah, it's like whenever you you know whenever you watch like a little kid try to make a YouTube video for the first time and they don't know what they're doing. That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We'll All right. see you later.